Good morning on this Tuesday morning. Welcome to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. If you joined us yesterday, we had been talking about Job in chapter 1, verse 10, how a hedge had been built about him. That hedge was a hedge of protection that God himself uh, had ordained or put whether it was angels that were surrounding him, whether it was uh, 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 symbolic and and it was something visible, or it, it, the scripture just says that there was a hedge. But let's look at some of the things that could be possibly hedges or walls of protection. Now we had talked about some of the things in the Old Testament and even in the New Testament where a hedge was made up of of, of loose stones that were stacked upon top of each other, and it provided uh, protection for the sheepfold or for the animals from either going out or from something on the outside coming in. But we had also learned that in those hedges, there were crevices where snakes and scorpions and other critters could possibly hide inside, and any attempt to knock down the hedge or move the stones of that hedge could result in being bitten or stung if perchance, according to the book of Proverbs, one was to start to remove the stones. Well, in the book of Job, in chapter 1, in verse 10, when it talks about a hedge, Satan is the one that brings up this idea that there is a hedge about him. He was having a conference, and encounter with God, and God was telling him, have you considered my servant Job? You know, there's none like him, how he's so perfect. Uh, and the devil responded, is it not because you have made a hedge about him? So that means that it was something that was recognizable that the enemy had to uh, back off. He could not just simply cross over. He had to have permission. The hedge was of a, such a nature that it provided a blessing. Now, now stop and think about that. It provided a blessing for the individual that was inside. It was, and, and of course, if, if we were to define and, and use that, that word there, hedge, it means to entwine. It, to shut something in uh, for the formation of protection or restraint, as I mentioned, preventing things from coming in or preventing things from going out. Uh, it was a fence. It was something that was there. I know in a lot of uh, movies uh, of sci-fi, they talk about some type of a force field of protection, especially in the old movies of Star Trek, where there was some type of force field that would be around the spaceship that would protect it as it was being attacked. And of course, you know, sometimes uh, attacks were so strong that the hedge was, uh, 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 or the force field would start going down. But the point is this, there is something in and concerning this hedge that God has about his people. Now, 
as part of the, the, the message or as part of the teaching in Psalm number uh, 30, 34, verse 7, the scripture says that the angel of the Lord encampeth about all that fear him and delivers. Now that's uh, uh, interesting because it almost seems to be speaking about what we were talking about. The angel of the Lord encampeth about or round about them that fear him. Now, here is a condition. Job not only feared God, he also hated evil. Now, the angel of the Lord, as uh, we can understand it, uh, in the Old Testament was a manifestation of, as some uh would go and say a manifestation of the pre-incarnate Christ. In other words, before before the Word became flesh, He would manifest Himself on the behalf of His people. Others would just simply take it to be that it's an angel of God, uh, which would go on to uh, be part of the teaching that Jesus Himself taught that the little ones, you know, allow the little children to come unto me for of such as the kingdom of heaven. But in that teaching, uh, we find that Jesus mentions that their angel or their angels do constantly watch over them. So it could very possibly also be that the hedge is the angels that protect us or that are a protection to individuals without us even realizing or knowing how much they have been involved in our lives to keep us safe, to keep us protected from so many things. So that's just another consideration to think about for the angel of the Lord encampeth. And the word there encampeth round about can be, it's inclined to. It's, it's, it's inclined to be around us, uh, the, the pitching of a tent could be encampeth about. Now, Jesus, the Bible says, he tabernacled amongst us. The, the word there, tabernacled, uh, basically means he set up and pitched up uh, a tent here on this earth. His physical body was that tent. So when Jesus came, basically he was a hedge uh, for every single individual that he ministered to or that he was involved in. Of course, there were those that would literally knock down that hedge and tear it down by not wanting to have anything to do with him. But that to encamp, it's for abode, to seize uh, have something under a siege. So we are protected because we fear God. We fear Him. We reverence Him. And He delivers them. So that means that there is something or someone attempting to access our lives, our families, our goods, our things, as we had mentioned in Job, uh, when we had read the, the, that verse number 10 in chapter 1, has thou not made a hedge about him? Okay, the hedge was around Job, about his house. It was a, around his physical house, his property. 
and about all that he has on every side. It was around, it says, all that he had, everything. Uh, today, we would, we would say it was around his car. It was around his uh, possessions. It was around uh, where he was at his job, or especially since he was the, the owner of all of this. And the scripture talks about, you have blessed the work of his hands and his substance is increased in the land. So because Job feared God, there was a hedge about him. Satan recognized and was able to see this hedge. It was visible to him. As I mentioned, whether it was angels, whether it was some type of a thing, it was understood he was off limits completely. And it was when Satan said, well, the only reason he's off limits is because you have blessed him. Now take away the hedge, take away all that protection, take away the blessings that he has, take these things away, and he's going to curse you. He, he, he is not. In other words, the only reason he serves you is for all that you've done for him. Other than that, he wouldn't have anything to do with you. And God did prove Satan wrong that when uh, uh, when Satan went and attacked Job, Job did not lose his integrity. He continued to worship God. He continued to bless God. He continued to have God in the forefront of his life. Now, of course, it was some staggering a uh, painful three months of enduring what he had to go through, uh, plus having lost his children, having lost everything that he had, and all of these things. But we were given as an example the things that the enemy does behind the lines so that we can be fully aware of his attacks and not, not be ignorant of them. So as we read the Psalm 34, verse 7 in different translations, here's other ways to look at it. The angel of the Lord is ever watching over those who have fear of him to keep them safe. He's watching. It says, the angel or the Lord's angel builds a camp around his followers, and he protects them. Notice the on this one, a camp. He's the one that's encamping around us. Another translation says, the angel of the Lord stoops down to listen as I pray, encircling me, empowering me, and showing me how to escape. He will do this for everyone who fears God. So there we have, if you stop to consider it and take possession of it as your own, a promise from God for protection in our lives, for deliverance in our lives, for a continual 24-7 watch in our lives. The condition here is those that fear the Lord. 
So it's not going to be every single one just automatically, but here it's going to be those that fear the Lord. Now, when we get to the New Testament in John, 1 John chapter 1, verse 7, the scripture says, But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. That means we have been tempted and or we have uh, fallen into some type of sin, but we are cleansed and or prevented from even falling into sin because we are walking in the light. In this case, the light, God's word, is a lamp, it is a light unto our path and unto our feet if we walk. So once again, there's that little circle, just like the angel of the Lord to those that fear him. Here in 1 John 1, 7, it uses that small little phrase, but if we walk, so that means wherever we're walking, whether you're at home, whether it's uh, uh, where you're at, your possessions, whether you're at work, Wherever you find yourself, if we're walking in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. So that's concerning sin. But in the Old Testament, in Exodus chapter 12 and verse chapter 12 and verse 12 and verse 13, it says, For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night. I will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. Then it says in verse number twelve, uh, 13, And the blood shall be to you for a token upon the houses where you are. And when I see the blood... I will pass over you, and the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. Now, in this case, the encamping circle or the protection was the blood. The angel that was a destroyer could not come in and touch that household, could not touch that family, could not touch the possessions, could not touch the firstborn, could not touch anything in that household because the sign of the blood was the visible sign, the token, the evidence that you had a hedge around your house. Now consider this food for thought and for the imagination is that hedge constantly built up around your life? Are we walking in the light where the hedge, the blood of Jesus, constantly cleanses us? He is providing the protection by and through his blood. Consider that food for thought and for the imagination. Join us tomorrow on Wednesday as we continue along these lines. But until then, keep looking up. Our redemption draweth near. Our Redeemer does too. And so does our new bodies that he has prepared for us. The Lord richly bless you. In Jesus' name, amen.